Senator Ted Cruz is back in Washington after taking a trip to Cancun in the middle of the winter storm and power crisis. His trip to Mexico created a firestorm of controversy since many of his constituents were suffering at the time. Political reporter Julie Fine questioned him about that decision today. Senator Cruz, first of all, thanks so much for yep. being with us. It's good to be with you, Julie. Senator, last week, many of your constituents had no power, no water, some still don't. You decided to leave the state and travel to Cancun. What do you say to your constituents about that decision? Well, it, it was obviously a mistake. Uh, if we look at what happened in the state of Texas last week, we had not one but two serious winter storms hit back to back. And the consequence of that is about four million Texans across the state lost power. Uh, Heidi and I were among them, and we lost power at our home for about two days. Uh, we spent two days without electricity, without heat at our home. And, and a after that, our daughters, as you know, our daughters are 10 and 12, and, and, and our daughters came to us and, and proposed that we go somewhere warm with, with friends of theirs. And, and Heidi and I agreed, and we did that. Um, in doing that, we were trying to be good parents, and we were trying to take care of our kids, but it was a mistake, and it, and it became something really that distracted from the focus that, that was my focus and, and needed to be the focus across the state, which is why did so many Texans lose power, and what do we need to do to make sure that it doesn't happen again? You know, returning to that trip there, you know, you had said that your kids wanted to go away, but then these texts showed up. They were revealed by the New York Times showing that Mrs. Cruz had planned this trip earlier in the week. Why not just get it all out there right at the beginning? Uh, that's, that's incorrect. Those texts were sent after the girls suggested going on the trip. So those texts were the day before we left, and she sent texts to some of our neighbors saying, hey, there's a group of families going down. Do you want to join us? So it was not planned ahead of time. It was, it was after a couple of days with no power when, when, when we went and, and it was, you know, really we were trying to take care of our family. Family like Texans all across the state were taking care of their families. And you had said, you've said now on a podcast, you know, you said, I believe it was yesterday, a podcast that Mrs. Cruz is really upset that somebody put those out. Well, yeah, and I'll tell you, there were some, some, reporters who, who went to the beach and took pictures of, of, of Heidi in, in her bathing suit and her bikini and, and, and ran them in, 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 in some newspapers. And, you know, look, that, that shouldn't happen. Uh, that, that, that really, I think there are an awful lot of folks that, that, that are trying to use this for political advantage, whether in the media or partisan Democrats, and are trying to blow this in, in, into something it was not. Part of the reason that, that uh, I was willing to do the trip is, is for much of COVID, I've been working remotely and where you have a phone and a computer, you're able to work from wherever. And, and so I was planning to continue engaging with, with, with state and local officials, engaging with fixing the problem. Uh, but at the end of the day, the optics, it, it, it gave really an excuse for people that wanted to play political games and use it as an attack. It, it gave them ammunition for that attack. That, that, that was a mistake, uh, and so um, I flew down there and then flew, flew back the next day and so was, was back in Texas in, in less than 24 hours. Senator, let's talk a little bit about where we are in Texas right now. First of all, how do we make sure this never happens again in this state? Well, I think that's a very important question, and I think we need to answer it 
not in the context of, of the political partisan battles we see. There are an awful lot of folks that are kind of looking through the lens of the Green New Deal and where do you fall and, and are immediately falling back to sort of knee-jerk political uh, responses. I, I think we need to instead have a serious investigation based on facts, based on evidence. What is it about the grid that it wasn't able to be resilient? It wasn't there when Texans needed it. I got to tell you, I'm hearing from Texans all over the state who are frustrated, who are angry that, that Texas, the energy capital of the world, the greatest state and the greatest country on earth, that we couldn't keep our lights on, that we couldn't keep our heat on, that that, that, that is frankly embarrassing for the state and it's a regulatory failure on the state level that needs to be fixed. I agree with Governor Abbott who has called for the legislature to investigate what happened. There are all sorts of components of energy production and electricity production in the state of Texas. Our annual capacity, typically, uh, about 25% of it comes from wind energy. That number vacillates, so in the wintertime, that typically drops to 10 to 12%. Monday night, when the first storm hit, that number dropped all the way to 2%, and it dropped that low in significant part because many of the wind turbines froze. Texas leads the nation in wind generation, but the fact that that energy source was not resilient and reliable in, in a weather crisis is, is a serious concern. We also saw other sources of energy have problems. Solar, we had snow and ice on the solar panels, and so the solar generation was much lower than it should have been. We also had problems with coal and natural gas generation, so there were problems throughout the system, and there needs to be an investigation about what drove each of those problems, and, and, and what are the steps that can be taken to strengthen the resiliency of the, of the system so that we have reliable energy, particularly at a time of crisis. The Texas energy grid is mostly designed to deal with summertime, to deal with 100 degree summers that we go through every year. Um, obviously, a statewide blizzard is not something that happens very frequently in Texas. And actually, before the, the, the first storm hit, I was on the phone with a meteorologist, a weather expert, uh, who, who was talking to me about how these two storms were coming in and how the combination of the two storms he believed was going to produce temperatures that had not been seen in Texas since 1899, so in more than a century. And so that expert, I in turn connected that expert with Governor Abbott. Again, this is before the storms hit. I connected that meteorologist with Governor Abbott, and Governor Abbott had already declared a disaster in all 254 counties across the state in anticipation of what was coming. So we could see the weather challenge coming in, but, but then when, when the cold weather hit, the power infrastructure wasn't up to the challenge, and we need to fix that and make sure it doesn't happen again. And Senator, now as the cleanup goes on, people are getting water back. You're, we're also hearing about these really, really high electric bills. How can people be protected from that type of situation when they didn't even have yes. power? Well, listen, the super high electric bills, they are unconscionable and they, they need to be stopped. I, I have publicly called on the state and local regulators and this is a, the energy grid in Texas is, is governed by state and local officials. It's not a federal responsibility. The federal government uh, doesn't control it. The state and local regulators do. But, but what I've said is, number one, that, that no energy company should, should enjoy a windfall because of a weather disaster, that you shouldn't have any companies making ju ju just a ton of cash because of the storms that hit Texas. But likewise, Texas consumers, it's not fair for consumers in Texas to suddenly get 
uh, an electric bill for thousands or even potentially tens of thousands of dollars. That, that, that is crazy and it makes no sense. There have long been laws in the state of Texas against price gouging in an emergency. We deal with those often in the context of a hurricane or a tornado, but what I've called on the state regulators to do is make sure in this instance that Texas consumers are not getting hit with dramatically higher electricity bills because of this winter disaster. Senator, before I let you go, is there anything you want to add? You know, I'll make one additional point, which is as we're examining the causes of, of what caused so many Texans to lose power, uh, there's some that are pushing a, a political agenda of wanting to federalize the Texas grid. So Texas is unique in that we have our own grid in the state of Texas that is regulated and controlled by the people of Texas, and it's not part of the larger federal grid. And there's some that are pushing for Texas to become more like other states, to become more like California with really extensive regulations. And one of the great benefits, one of the real blessings of being a Texan is, is that we have low-cost cost of living, that, that one of the reasons people move to Texas from all over the country is that you can live here and have a good life and provide for your family in Texas and the cost of living is much lower. You look at states like California, their energy bills, their electricity bills every month are higher and higher and higher. And, and not only that, in California they have year after year after year, they have brownouts and blackouts. It's a regulatory failure of the system because the regulators are not acting to prevent it. In Texas, it's a very different thing. This is an unusual regulatory failure in Texas, and we're going to make sure it doesn't happen again. But I think it's also important. Texans want our cost of living to stay affordable so that you have, you have the ability to provide for your kids and, and, and to live a good life. And so I think we need to look at the cost-benefit analysis on how to strengthen resiliency in the system, but also ensure that energy prices are affordable and Texas families can, can provide for their needs. Along those lines, is it time, do you think, for Texas at least to have some sort of power-sharing agreement with a neighboring state just in case we need backup at some point? So, so I think that's possible. I think that's the sort of discussion that, that could easily be part of examining what went wrong here. Part of the reason, as I understand it, why Texas doesn't have that is it subjects, it would subject Texas, as I understand it, to the federal regulatory requirements. That as long as Texas keeps it just within its state borders, it's not subject to, to, to the broader federal regulatory requirements. And so that was a decision made by the state legislature. And I fully expect the governor and the lieutenant governor and the state legislature to debate that question. Uh, and I think the central criterion should be the best interest of the people of Texas and how to ensure that we have reliable power and that we also have affordable energy at the same time. Senator, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks, Julie.